do that. That annoys me, Rock. It just gets all up in my snout. Ah, word up. I hates the ninja tricks too, G. Bebop, rock steady. You let them get away, you dunderheaded dummies. Yo, what's up with all the insults, G? This isn't 1987. We got right, Shredder. We're in the Villains Union, dog. Ah, it's no nice to name calling. What if I say you look like soft cheese grater? And you look like pregnant man with brain for belt buckle. Enough with the name calling. It's getting us nowhere. We've got to hunt down those measurable turtles. Or bait them out with pizza. Pizza usually works. Live from the sewers, this is the Turtle Power Podcast. This is your audio source for all the news, reviews, and insight into the world of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now join your hosts, Brian, Alex, and Darby. Now it's time for the Turtle Power Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Turtle Power Podcast. And do we have a big big one today? Uh, so, I mean, not only do we have the the end of the Nick Turtles, but we have the return of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video games because we have a exclusive interview with the creators from Raw Thrills of the brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. That's right. So let's get right into it. The authorities won't talk to us, but they might talk to a TV news reporter. How do I look? Uh... Great! General, April O'Neil, Channel 9 News. Uh, Channel 6 News. So, what's with the getup? You a news reporter? <laughs> In another lifetime, maybe. This is April O'Neil, Channel 6 News. April O'Neil, Channel 3 Eyewitness News. This is April O'Neil, Channel 3 News. I do want to mention, too, that uh, if you notice the audio quality isn't uh, up to par with uh, how it normally is for the for the show. Uh, that's because I'm basically recording this outside uh, on on the road, um, not in my uh, my home studio. So obviously I was out and about for uh, recording the interview. So uh, continued to uh, record the rest of the episode uh, out and about. So uh, that's why the audio may sound just a little different. So in addition to some uh, quick news bites, I do want to talk about a few new acquisitions I've got. Uh, I did get... (laughs) uh, So I'll mention this one first. I did get the hardcover of the new Turtles Usagi Yojimbo uh, crossover. Uh, Very good. You know, Stan did a fantastic job on it, as he always does. Um, You know, I I don't like to spoil things too much on this show. I just like to uh, recommend you know, things that, that we do like and definitely enjoyed this book. Um, 
and something I didn't like very much was so I had this on my on my eBay list for a while. This is from the uh, 2003 uh, Turtles era. This is a book called The Way of the Warrior. And the description of it sounded fantastic. And yeah, I had this thing. I, I was looking for this book forever. And I finally found a copy that was that was pretty cheap. And so I got it. I think it came from the UK. And the reason why it came from the UK is because it was released in the UK. Uh, I don't even think it was released in the U.S. And it's it wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting a book, like a like a story book, um, you know, not, uh, un, something along the lines of the. Um, uh, I mentioned it before, those series of books that were made uh, for the two K three series. Like I've got this one here, Novel Two: City at War, which is basically a novelization of the City at War storyline. So I thought this was going to be something along those lines. Unfortunately, it was not. Uh, it's it's kind of like a kids' information book, uh, but uh, so so you know it's got like a Meet the Turtles section. You know, it talks about uh, Raph is 15 years old. He weighs 82 kilograms and is 158 centimeters. Um, <laughs> Uh, nicknames Raff, Raffy, uh, Psycho, Secret Weapon. I like Secret Weapon. That's good. Um, apparently he likes baseball, hockey, golf, and fighting. Favorite food is cereal. Oh, so is my daughter's. Um, Mikey, he's got, uh, the Nunchaku, which is, you know, good to see considering this is the UK. Um, d- d- nickname for Donatello is Don Donnie. And Don San. Don San? Don San? Uh, no, no, that's not correct at all. Um, but it's got a lot, it's got like crossword puzzles in here and mazes and all kinds of random stuff. So it's, it, it was not what I was expecting. But uh, uh, so I would, I would, I would uh, recommend you stay away from this one. That was, uh, that was money that was not well spent. Uh, money that was not spent at all. Because it was free. Uh, I'm sure if you follow at TMNT on Twitter, you've seen these Pintrel um, giveaways. And, man, they are really hard to come by because they only have a very limited stock of each pin that they've released. And uh, they go quick. Um, We're talking, like, minutes um, or a minute. But I did get one. I got Pugtaro from uh, this final season. Of the uh, the Nick Turtles, the uh, Tales of the TMNT. Not to be confused with the other Tales of the TMNT. The Tales of the Nick Turtles. Let's call it that. Tales of the Nick Turtles. Uh, so I did get a little Pugtaro pin. And so I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Maybe I'll put it on my lanyard uh, over at uh, NASA. That's not a bad idea, actually. I could do that. And then I'm sure a lot of people will be asking why I have a little dog with a little, uh, little uh, Japanese... Uh, well, insignia on his chest. Yeah. All right. So in addition to uh, some new acquisitions, we do have some quick news bites. Uh, if you have uh, iPhone or uh, I guess it would work for iPads as well, uh, there is a TMNT stickers uh, uh, add-on, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's part of the, like, the, the Messages app store. So if uh, you go in there, uh, you can just do a search for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or maybe TMNT, and uh, you can download these uh, these cool Ninja Turtle uh, 
stickers. They're like kind of like uh, you know like gifts, but they don't move. They're just kind of just stickers for the, uh, the app. So we've been using them uh, between me and, and Alex and uh, and Darby. And I do when we do need to stop right here and say congratulations to Alex uh, for joining the Dad Club. Uh, him and his uh, lovely wife Lindsay uh, just gave. Uh, birth to uh, their their first daughter so he's now in the club so congratulations alex and Lindsay. i love you guys so much uh one last quick news bite the the <laughs> i just i'm just gonna put a link to this you can take a look if you want or do a google search the quote turtles live action parody show which that's how it's entitled it's definitely a ninja turtles knockoff um <laughs> There's no parody about it. There's there's no jest. This is just uh, some dude who's got some Ninja Turtle costumes, uh, and then he goes around to different uh, towns and uh, gets uh, gets people to pay him to uh, go and get their picture taken with uh, fake Ninja Turtles. So, yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, it might be uh, coming up to your town soon. Ugh. All right, so with that... Let's get into TV news. So, we've come to the end. We've come to the end and possibly what was the, the worst handled series finale in TV history. And, and, of course, there's been other series that have just ended with no fanfare. And, and that's fine. Um, but this was, this is Nick Turtles. This was, uh, I mean, you go to any department store and you find Nick Turtles stuff everywhere. And that the the fact that this show just petered out just to uh, just complete uh, lack of of any sort of promotion or fanfare, it's very sad to see. But us turtle fans, we knew that it was coming to an end. We knew that we were ready for this. Uh, <laughs> of course, unless you watched it on the DVD, which came out you know months in advance, <laughs> then you were able to watch it uh, this past weekend. And, uh, you know, before we, we talk about the finale, um, let's, let's hear from, uh, the, the voice actors for our turtles, uh, for our Nick turtles, uh, the TMNT, uh, Twitter, and I believe the Facebook also released some, some videos. So let's play the audio from those right here. Hey kids, Seth Green here. I've had the privilege of playing Leonardo on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the last several years. And I have to say, what an incredible thrill it's been as a lifelong fan of this brand to get to be a part of this enduring legacy and bring this, uh, these characters and this story to a new generation. I feel humbled by it. So thank you to the fans. Uh, thank you to Nickelodeon and Turtle Power. Hey there. It's kind of sad, actually, for me to come to you and tell you what being a part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meant to me. So all I would say is to... My turtle brothers, thank you so much. It was a privilege to 
put on those headphones and stand in front of that microphone and be Raphael because I love Raphael. He's obviously the best turtle. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. As I say goodbye to the franchise, I would just, um, just from the bottom of my heart, say thank you uh, to Kevin Eastman and to, to everyone involved with it and all the kids and not so kid kids. I count myself really lucky to have been a part of this um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle family. So, um, Booyakasha! Hey you guys, Rob Donatello Paulson here. Booyakabunga! Five years, five years. Even I, the genius turtle, finds that difficult to comprehend. But I'll tell you what, we have nobody to thank but you guys. What an incredible run we have had. I've gotten two rides in the turtle van, the original Raphael, and now thanks to you guys, Donatello, for another five years. I am, uh, I'm pretty blown away by it. Your love, your support, your kindness, it's just, uh, it's overwhelming. And uh, we owe you guys an incredible debt. So please, please keep turtling, all right? Turtle power, keep smiling, and keep your eyes open because there's some cool turtle stuff coming. That's about all I can say. Thanks very much, you guys. Take care. Booyakasha! Greg Sipes here, voice of Mikey from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. After five shell-shocking years, our TMNT series is ending. What a wild ride. Playing Mikey has been one of the greatest blessings I've ever received my whole life. I grew up watching Michelangelo. Mikey got me into meditation, martial arts, skateboarding, surfing. Just totally blessed my life up. So it's been a great responsibility and gift to offer to this next generation. I'm honored to be a part of the TMNT legacy, and I know the turtledom will always have a special place in its heart for your Mikey. And a big thank you to Nickelodeon and all the fans that have been watching for years. Thank you. Turtle power! So I should mention, too, that Greg Sipes is actually on the latest... Well, I guess it's not the latest. It's, it's It came out, uh, I guess, just a couple weeks ago. Um, in preparation for the the finale uh he was on the uh nick animation podcast great podcast uh hector over there does a great job so uh check that out we got a link in the show notes as always uh, we i did mention it earlier about the dvd the actually the fight because you know this last season it got all chopped up and all the episodes got moved around and everything because the actual finale was supposed to be the mutant apocalypse um uh, trio, I guess. Um, and that, uh, that got moved up earlier in the season. And so the, uh, wanted bebop and Rocksteady, which, uh, turned into the finale got released early on the DVD. So anyway, the absolute final DVD from the Nick turtles is coming out December 12th. Uh, it's a two DVD set. Of course, DVDs, not, not Blu-rays. Uh, it's going to be priced at sixteen ninety nine. So uh, if you want to get the, the the final DVDs, they'll be available then. So, you know, my thoughts on the final season. Um, let, we can kind of go over it right, right quick. So, start off with um, the Shredder returning as like um, you know Zombie Shredder, but with a Cavaxis, of course the the uh, the great Mark Hamill um, uh, joining uh, the Nick Turtles. Uh, that was, that was, I thought it was good. It was, it was definitely different. Um, and then, uh, then we had, uh, when worlds collide, uh, you know, with, with the, uh, the neutralizer comes back and, uh, there's definitely some history there. That was, that was good. It was, it was kind of, um, 
it was it was kind of it almost seemed like a throwaway, but not. Uh, it almost came like, like a little bit like filler, but uh, it was a good story. Just it, it didn't you know play into the big overall scheme. But I guess uh, you can't. I guess that's kind of the point of this of this season. You know, it is tales of the TMNT. So. Tales of the Nick Turtles. So the the I guess that's kind of the idea is that you had these these little uh, little pocket of uh, uh, different pockets of episodes that uh, were kind of their own individual stories. So uh, follow, that was followed by, of course, the Usagi Yojimbo, and we, I talked about that in, in, in the past, and again, that was a fantastic that was a fantastic arc there. Then we had the Lone Rat and Cubs. Of course, that was Kevin Eastman's uh, addition to the show. Fantastic! That was a one one episode uh, one as well, and that was that was just a fantastic uh, story there. Then we had the Mutant Apocalypse. This was very divisive between the uh, the Turtles audience. I personally enjoyed it. Um, obviously, the Mad Max uh, <laughs> heavily influenced. Um, you know, it was cool to see, uh, the turtles in such different, uh, versions. Um, and you know, it's supposed to be in canon. This is, this wasn't just like a story, like a, like some sort of like dream sequence. This was supposed to be the actual end of the Nick Turtles. So, you know, this is supposed to be way off into the future. And, uh, and, and interestingly enough, Donnie, becomes um you know if 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 you're not reading the idw series uh there's i won't spoil it i won't but there's obviously if you know what i'm talking about if you're reading the idw series and and you saw mutant apocalypse there's definite correlation there with with donnie's character and, and what happened in both series so the monsters uh versus mutants one that was an interesting one i you know Personally, for me, the the Universal Monsters kind of stuff, it was. It, I, I think it was. I don't know. I wasn't the right age for it. Maybe when you know when. I mean, there was definitely around when I was when I was younger, but um, I kind of feel like a little older than me would. You know, kind of really get a kick out of seeing all these these uh, characters interacting with the turtles. But of course, they're trying to introduce them to a younger audience as well. But I don't really understand what you know. There's there's not really a point to it. Just that the fact that it's obviously you know the creators have been influenced by those those characters, and so they wanted to include them in with the turtles. So um, it was it was fine. It was definitely a it was a good timing for you know Halloween and everything. So and then we finish it off with the '87 Turtles and Nick Turtles crossover. Uh, wanted Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, it, this was, even though you know the the time frame uh, wasn't as originally planned. I think that this was probably the the better ending to the show. However, it is interesting. I mean, and again, they didn't plan for this to be the last episode. So, however, it was kind of weird the fact that the end of the Nick Turtles was the very end of that episode was not Nick Turtles. It was the 87 Turtles on the screen. So, you know, that that's it was just, again, not originally as it was planned. That's just kind of how it turned out. But it was that was it was kind of a weird way to end the uh, 
overall, but I think the storyline I think was a good choice to put to the end. Um, you know, though we reported on that, or, you know, the original voice cast, which of course we did have here on the show, um, when I was lucky enough to, uh, to interview all of them. I mean, we reported that they had recorded this episode or these three episodes, I mean, years ago, it was, it was literally years ago that, uh, they recorded this. So, uh, it's great to finally see, uh, what it was. And it was definitely, it was, it was nice uh, that the fact that, you know, the last time we had the crossover, it was a lot more of like a, okay, you know, start from scratch, uh, new introductions and everything like that. Whereas this one, they already knew each other. You know, it was like, oh, hey, you guys are back. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so it was very cool to, they could just kind of pick up where they left off and, and continue on with another adventure. And of course, having, you know, the shredder in, uh, <laughs> in the Nick Turtles universe, uh, was very entertaining. So, uh, man, they, they, the writing was fantastic. I, I know, I'm sure some people didn't really like it, but all of the, uh, alliteration, uh, and the insults was, I, I, I appreciated it. That was some hard work to get all those in. It was one heck of a team up. Even if your team is a little weird. We're weird? Thanks, Leonardo. You guys were awesome. If you ever need help in the future, you know where to find us. Ready to go, guys? Heck yeah! Later, dudes. Cowabunga! Booyakasha! So, what's next for you guys? So, we did have some of our listeners uh, reply back to us uh, what they thought about the finale. Uh, Skyrim Samurai, longtime listener, says, uh, not even going to bother with Rise of the TMNT. We'll talk about that uh, next. Uh, too many ridiculous changes. Uh, I will miss this past iteration as it was as good as a TMNT show could ever hope to have been. Wow. That's in Sky- <laughs> If you guys have been listening, Skyrim Samurai does not let uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the punches fly. Uh, well, no, he does let the punches fly <laughs> when they need to be thrown. So, um, uh, that's, I think, some big words from, from Skyrim Samurai right there. Uh, Tim, uh, Tim Gracky, uh, the, long, another long-time listener, uh, and, uh, and we got to meet one time. That was cool. Uh, it says, um, <laughs> I'm already having TMNT withdrawals now that it's over. I wouldn't have found your podcast without this series, so I'm going to miss it for a lot of reasons. Uh, as for Rise of the TMNT, I'm very skeptical about the character changes, uh, but I'll always give a new TMNT series its fair chance. Uh, I concur. And uh, lastly, we got Scott Sandler. He says, I thought it was a pretty good crossover. Interesting to see it end on Bebop and Rocksteady reforming. Yeah, yeah, that was a, um, you know, at, at the end of the series, you know, why not? Um, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was, it, it made an arc in the characters, you know, that that's, which is good. You don't want to see characters just kind of just be, you know, one dimensional. You want to see them go, you know, through an arc as well. The, the, you know, the side characters. So, uh, I like that aspect of it as well. So... <laughs> Uh, it was mentioned there, Rise 
of the TMNT. Yes, we have some new details on the new series that is replacing the Nick Turtles. I, I think that's what I'm going to have to do, even though they're both on Nickelodeon. I think we're going to call this 2012 series Nick Turtles or the 2012 series. And then this is just going to be Rise, um, Rise of the TMNT. Because uh, obviously, since they're both on Nickelodeon, but I think Rise—that's that's totally you know separate. So, so we've got new details on the uh, on the cast, and we do have a well, we have a behind the scenes uh, video. So uh, with all the voice actors. So let, you know what? Let's go ahead and play that right now. And now, meet the cast of Nickelodeon's Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Omar Miller as Raphael. I relate to Raphael because oftentimes I act before I think. Raph is the meathead. The aggression and the overall brotherly caring that he brings as a big brother can't be overstated. Just saying, you don't want to mess with me. With Ben Schwartz as Leonardo. To voice Leo. I'm joining a legacy of incredible voice actors. He gets to be funny, he gets to be laid back, which is so fun to play. I'm champion of the world. Josh Brenner as Donatello. I grew up as a huge Donatello guy. We're similar in a lot of ways. We're both science nerds. The biggest difference is that he's actually good at science. Next time, make your weapons out of a high-grade titanium. Thank you very much. Brandon Michael Smith as Mikey. Michelangelo was my favorite Ninja Turtle, and now I'm Michelangelo. He is the rambunctious, fun, adventurous turtle. And in my opinion, I think he's the funniest one. Yay! A sword! We're too full of nothing. <laughs> and Kat Graham as April O'Neil. Playing April O'Neil is so awesome. It's an honor to bring something completely fresh and new to such an iconic character. She's a pretty strong girl. <laughs> Fans can expect a lot of fun. A lot of wild adventures. Hilarious characters that you will remember forever. It's silly and it's fun and it's also makes you think. Something that was such a big part of my childhood. I'm a total Nickelodeon freak. It's pretty remarkable to be a part of it. It's a dream come true. And it's gonna be amazing! Yeah! So there you go. There's our new turtles and our new April. Um, yeah, I've you know I've heard of the the first two actors, I've seen them before. The other three I haven't um, really seen them in any uh any other things before so i mean that doesn't necessarily mean anything um but uh uh one thing that is missing though is the fact that our very own rob paulson uh will be i say our very own because he is part of the turtles like no other uh, he is actually going to be staying on uh as a voice director i believe um so uh you know who better than the the guy that's that's you know done more turtles voice acting than any other person so um you know i i think with uh with his guidance um you know we we shouldn't have to worry about any sort of issues when it comes to uh the voice uh talent so that was very good to see so before we leave <laughs> before we leave uh, turtle news, uh, sorry, TV news. <laughs> we have to, of course, get our weekly Splinter wisdom from uh, from the great texts of, of Splinter. So 
Let's go through a couple here. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna go all the way back, but uh, let's do a couple here. A turtle who spins. I mean, maybe should I do it in a voice? Several of you, perhaps all of you, are saying no, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <clears throat> let's see. A turtle who spends too much time sunning its belly will find itself trapped on its back. Mm. Because you know turtles, yeah, they get stuck on their. Sh- back of their shells Leonardo asked my favorite space hero's character it's the ship it handles the abuse of its crew and deadly missions with calm dignity I actually like that one <laughs> I, really, I really like that one uh, I mean I work on rockets so it makes sense a cheesicle in hand is better than two in the freezer with ice cream kitty. I got nothing for this one. I have absolutely nothing for this. I I, I, uh, che- I don't even know what a cheesicle is. Is that just a frozen piece of cheese? I, I, I'm at a loss here. This is, this is why I need Darby and Alex. There's no such thing as a free pizza. That, no, that's absolutely not true at all. I get, I get free pizzas all the time because, you know, you get like Domino's or Papa John's or Pizza Hut and you get enough of them and then you get the rewards and then you get a free pizza. Wrong, Splinter. Last one. Beware a ninja bearing gifts. No, I, what's wrong with that? Well, there's, I mean, the Ninja are ninjas. They bring gifts all the time. Uh, Splinter's Splinter's starting to lose it in his old age. I don't know. All right, let's get out of TV news and into collecting news. From Playmates! So, uh, a couple updates on uh, some things we've talked about in the past. The TMNT Action Figure Encyclopedia Kickstarter... Uh, met its goal, and we talked about this in the past. Um, so if you, uh, I assume if you if you backed it, you know that uh, it met its goal. So that's great. Um, this is if you don't if you don't remember, this is a basically a coffee table book that documents uh, with exquisite detail, fantastic photos of every single TMNT action figure ever made. So uh, it's it looks fantastic. Um, I'm hoping uh hoping to get uh I I was not able to get in on the Kickstarter. Um but uh I don't know if these will be available down the line or not. NECA Casey Jones mask is now available for pre order. So uh we did talk about this um uh coming out of uh was that New York Toy Fair? Maybe it was. It was one of it was one of the toy fairs, or maybe it was the uh, San Diego Comic Con. Either way, uh, <laughs> this is the—it's uh, basically the cosplay Casey Jones mask, and it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, circa the 1990 movie. So uh, we've got the link in the show notes. It's pretty cheap too. DreamX April is coming. Uh, we've talked about the DreamX uh, action uh, figures. They're not action figures. They're figures, figurines. Uh, we've talked about these in the past. And they're making an April one now, and it looks pretty cool. So uh, uh, it's coming out soon, and we've got a link in the show notes where all of the uh, all the DreamX characters uh, can be uh, ordered. 
lastly, wanted to mention this. Uh, this was from Toka. He sent this out. This is a... It's a, It's not from 1987, but it, it features the 87 turtles. This is a yoga mat. <laughs> a Ninja Turtles yoga mat. Uh, I think this has got the... I think he, this was from Kmart, I think is what it was from. But it's a yoga mat, and it's got the 87 Ninja Turtles on there. I think I need to get this. I don't do yoga, like, hardly ever, but I think I need to get this. Yeah. If you guys see any other uh, collecting uh, bits out there that uh, you want to share with the show, send them our way, turtlepowerpodcast uh, at gmail.com, at TMNT Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Turtle Power Podcast. You know how to get a hold of us. Let's get on to comics news. I strike two on my way down. Donatello takes out a third with his staff. Already the pudgy ones are starting to panic. Raph loves this stuff. He's not alone. Why is he narrating? Is he crazy? Hardcore crazy. I love these guys! So another update on another uh, uh, fundraiser. Fundraiser? I don't know if that's the technical term. Online funding uh, extravaganza. Let's call it that. Drawing Blood, of course, uh, Kevin Eastman, the great Kevin Eastman, was on our show and uh, talking about Drawing Blood. It did make its goal and then actually met a stretch goal as well uh, right uh, right at the end. So uh, we will be getting this comic. I am backing this project. So, uh, you know, it's crazy. There's so, uh, so that's the update with Drawing Blood. It's, it's coming out. Uh, there's a TMNT origin uh, that was funded on Indiegogo. This is the, the fan-made uh, comic that is basically going to be a, a end to the Mirage Volume 4. Um, you know, I feel kind of weird with backing, um, you know, a, a fan-made thing, like monetarily, um, you know, where, you know, it's supposed to be actually, it's, it's, they're making a Ninja Turtles comic book, you know, but that's what IDW is doing. So, um, I feel kind of weird about that, but, uh, nonetheless it got funded. Um, and, uh, so that's on Indiegogo and we got a link to it in the show notes. So, uh, congratulations to them. (laughs) Strangely enough, um, Mirage volume four is going to be reprinted, uh, in Russia. Uh, We got a link to that in the show notes. So, uh, that's cool. Raj Volume Four getting some some uh, some love there, uh, you know, legit from from Russia, and uh, TMNT Batman Volume Two. They, you know, of course, we we all saw this coming. This is after that 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 fantastic uh, Volume One that uh, that came out. It's going to be Volume Two, six issue miniseries starting in December. This is now. This is the uh, the IDW turtles with like the you know the dark Batman, not the uh, turtles Batman animated series crossover. So I know this is volume two, but it's the third volume of TMNT Batman. So anyway, that's starting in December. So 
Uh, you know, I, I normally go through all the comics release schedules. You know, you know where I get all this from. This is from uh, tmnt-ninjaturtles.com. Um, Rich does a fantastic job over there. So head on over. Um, you know, IDW's on like 76. I think 76 just came out. Um, and, uh, you know, they're still reprinting some other ones. So <laughs> that's all you really need to know. There's, of course, Universe is still coming out too. So, uh, head on over there to, uh, check out the latest in, uh, comics releases. So, uh, let's get out of comics news and head into movie news. Yeah. One twenty-two, one twenty-two, and an eight. 122 and an 8. Terrific. Where the heck is 122 and an 8? You're standing on it, dude. Okay, so it's not really movie news, but I did want to share just a couple of uh, YouTube videos. Um, there's a, a part one and a part two of the... So so one travesty of the 1990 film was that the the great John Duprez score was never released as an actual score. Of course, we have the, the soundtrack, which features some of the score and also several of the songs that are featured in the film, as well as others that aren't in the film. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, but the, the full score has never been released. So... This is a two-part YouTube video. Uh, So it's two videos, part one, part two. And the creators of it basically tried to parse out the soundtrack as best they could um, from uh, from the movie. So... As far as I could find, this is the closest thing to um, the film score from that great 1990 film uh, that's available. So... If, uh, if, unless, uh, anybody out there knows of anything, uh, better, um, I highly suggest, uh, taking a listen to these, uh, two videos cause they are, uh, uh the, 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 I mean, music of that movie is fantastic. So one other video also referencing the 1990 film, this is a behind the scenes montage. And if, uh, it's just, it's fantastic. It's got a lot of, uh, behind the scenes little clips from, uh, from the making of that film, which, you know, we, we all, we all love that movie so much. So, so with that, let's get into just a couple of quick mutated messages. Sounds weird when he says it. Sounds weird when you say it. Um, so the first one's from Kevin. Uh, he wanted to let us know after the, the show that he always loves chatting with, uh, uh, with us. So we always love chatting with you too, Kevin. And, uh, we look forward to the next time. And, uh, in response as well, uh, listener Johnny Cage, uh, 1001. That's cool. Johnny Cage is listening. Uh, Johnny says, great interview. Always love Kevin, the, uh, Eastman interviews. We do too. We do too. So with that, (laughs) let's get into, I can't believe this is happening. Video game news. And, oh my god, do we not only have one major Ninja Turtles video game news bite, but we have two! This is this is fantastic. I Who would have guessed, right? So, 
a few nights ago, I'm on Twitter, and all of a sudden this stuff starts popping up that apparently there was an injustice um, competition going on, right? Um, I don't even know where it was. It might have been like Las Vegas or something. I don't know. So they paused the tournament, and they're showing a trailer for the new uh, com- uh, Injustice 2 character pack. It's like character pack 3, okay? And uh, and I, I played Injustice 1 all the time. I, I, I have it on PS4. Fantastic game. I don't have Injustice 2, uh, not yet, but I'm going to get it now because... Uh, they're, they're introducing two new characters and they're fighting. It doesn't even matter who they are because in the middle of the fight, all of a sudden a sigh comes just crashing down into the asphalt right in front of him. You look down the alley and there's a trench coat. The trench coat comes flying off and yeah, it's Raphael. And then Leo, Don, Mikey jump down. They're all right next to him. And, uh, Mikey calls the, uh, the witch lady or something. He's, he got dibs on the witch lady or whatever. And then the classic, you know, or they all jump in the air, they, they pause up in, in the sky and then they come crashing down right at the camera. The, so as, as epic as that trailer was, the reaction video from that event is, is, is so gold. It made me so happy to see this because and, and we, again, link in the show notes. When you watch this, you see what turtle video game love is. Because they're showing the first character. They're showing the second character. They're they're fighting, and, and the people are all just kind of standing there watching it, and they're like, okay, this is cool, whatever. Because it's, you know, it's, DC, it's a DC game. It's DC characters, you know. And then when that side comes down... The play, the people, they freeze and they they don't they they're, they're like no 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 they say this is this is this happening is this happening? And they go down the you know they show down the the <laughs> they show down the alley and they see the the trench coat and they're like, no 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 this is happening this is cute and then he rips it off and the place erupts absolutely erupts. And then they they jump in the air and then they come down and the place is flipping out, absolutely flipping out. And I showed this to my wife and and she was even just like amazed, like how, you know, how like that reaction, like that is just, oh, warms my heart. (sighs) So I can't wait for that. That's coming in February uh, as those, those, uh, those turtles uh, character pack. So. Cannot wait for that. All four of them. Another thing that warms my heart is some classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade games. And oh, just wait until next year when this brand new Nick Turtles themed but very, very classic Ninja Turtles arcade game inspired arcade game. <laughs> if that's a thing, it is. It is now. Uh, when this when this arrives to your local arcade, and you know, if if you don't have a local arcade, 
Um, you know, you might have to go to the next like big town, you know, where they have like a Dave and Buster's or something, or maybe at an airport or something. Um, uh, you know, one of the blessings of living in Orlando is we have everything here. Uh, so I'm not going to have any trouble finding this. And so I, I feel very blessed <laughs> by that uh, aspect because this game is fantastic. The brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game coming from Rothrills. Let's get into my exclusive interview. Let's call it an exclusive interview with the creators right now. Who the heck is that? Wayne Gretzky? On steroids? Attack! We are here at the Orange County Convention Center. I always want to call it the Orlando Convention Center, even though it's actually Orange County. But, uh, yes, I do live here, of course. get very, uh, very lucky to have a lot of cool events come through Orlando, uh, one of which is IAPA. I call it IAPA. Is that, it has, it's, I think the technical term is IAPA. IAPA. It's an acronym that I can never remember. <laughs> it's, it's like International Amusement Association something... Something? Yeah, something, something. <laughs> yeah, I-A-A-P-A. And uh, I'm here with uh, two guys from Roth Rills, and uh, they are the developers. Developers? Yes. Developers of the brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Uh, is is there uh, well, let's let's introduce ourselves first. All right, well, I'm Matt Cinchetti. I'm the producer of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, by Roth Rills. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'm uh, Mike Foy, and I am the project lead for the Teenage Ninja Turtles arcade game. Awesome. And uh, you guys uh, just came from Chicago. It's uh, nice and chilly. You came in here with the uh, with the heat and the, the humidity. And mm-hmm. um, but uh, more importantly, you brought this very hot game. I, I got a chance to play it. I am very happy with uh, what I got a uh, what I got a chance to, to check out in there. So. Um, so uh, I guess uh, first of all, could you guys tell me a little bit about uh, the company that uh, that you guys are from? Uh, yeah, well, Rothrills was started uh, primarily by a lot of ex Midway Games people. Uh, obviously, Midway was based out of Chicago, and when they closed, they kind of you know spread out and spawned a bunch of other game studios. So a lot of the game studios that are in Chicago have ties to Midway, mm. and our company is owned by uh, Eugene Jarvis. He's the president of the company. He's a very famous game designer. Mm. He did. Uh, legendary games like Defender, Robotron, Narc, oh, yeah. Prison USA, yeah. Smash oh, TV. Yeah. Like everybody's played all his <laughs> games before. So and uh, a lot he, of arcade games. Yeah. So he he didn't want to leave Coinop after Midway, and he started his own company and kept it going, and it's been very successful for us. And we're the top uh, arcade developer around. You know, so like we we're a big part of the industry now. Yeah. I mean, in addition to. The Turtles uh, new game, you've got, uh, is it Injustice was in there? Yeah, Injustice is one of our new games this year, uh, Snowboarder, uh, which is like ESPN that was the X, X Games, games license. When I saw that, yeah. And we just, uh, our big top secret project that we just showed was the uh, Mario Party uh, Challenge <laughs> ah, World Redemption game. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was a surprise for the show here. So those are our hot new four games, and we still have a lot of our legacy games like uh, Space Invaders Frenzy, mm-hmm. uh, Jurassic Park, Walking yep. Dead. Um, yeah, cruising yeah. blast. Yeah. If we, you've been in an arcade game, you've played. You've played a, a Rothfuss yeah, game. Yeah. If you've been in a modern <laughs> game room like Dave and Buster's or sure. Chuck E. Cheese, our stuff is everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, the so, airport. 
Yes, even the, even the Orlando airport. Yeah, we, we stopped in when we That's landed, awesome. and we're like, hey, there's our game. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so uh, I'm here to talk, of course, about the Turtles game. So uh, I, this this first I heard about it is it was almost like it was leaked out on the internet. Is that is that what happened? Or is it a yeah, advertisement or something? It did initially started as like a leak. You know, like mm. whenever we get a new game, uh, like we we do like location field tests, and then once it's out on location, it's hard to keep sure. it bottled up. You yeah. know, and word gets around. You yeah. know, because of the internet. Like in the old days of Midway Games, you used to be able to put a game out and a little bit of a further location, and yeah. it, it would take a while for people to find out Pre, about pre-internet it. Pre-internet days. Pre-internet, yeah. <laughs> now it's like somebody takes one photo of it and hashtags yeah. it, uh, and yeah, then yeah, that's, yeah. it's all over, that's, that's you right. know? And uh, so then, of course, we, you know, we had to comment on it when we were uh, approached by, you know, certain websites. And it, yeah. we were all, I think I know Mike and I were very surprised at the reaction we got, like, uh, from a lot of mainstream video game press, like uh, you know, like Destructoid and Kotaku and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, usually the arcade industry is ignored by the mainstream video game press because we're kind of a dead industry. Okay, dead. There's, the per- yeah. there's the perception that we're a dead industry, you know. But as you can see, you know, I, it that, didn't look dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's for sure. You know, we're we're alive and well. Well, you know? I, I think it's, it's a generational thing too. I mean, there's my generation grew up with arcade games, yeah. and you know, it certainly it went through. I would say probably a dip, but I mean, I mean the the arcade bar is now a thing. Yep. There's several of them here in Orlando. I think it just kind of evolved. I don't think it ever went away. Um, you know, it's it's kind of turned into more of a you know casual market. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you, the big places like uh, Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Uh, we call them FECs, Family Entertainment Centers, like okay. main event, uh, okay. round one. They're all you know big uh, multi-million dollar corporations with tons of games. They have bowling and things like that. Mm. It's just the arcades we grew up with are no longer around like the little neighborhood yeah, that, you know with 50 games in a little strip mall you know those those yeah. kind of places aren't there anymore but the, there's still plenty of places to play arcade games that's that's what I had growing up on uh, Fort Myers Beach we had uh, Pirate Pete's it was uh, just a little hole in the wall it was, it was half arcade half uh, VHS rental and uh, and there was even a, a a room in the back that had curtains that you couldn't go in unless you were over eighteen. So <laughs> they kept all the beta games. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, that was that was the arcade on the beach, and, and we oh man played a lot of turtles in there. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, so uh, let's let's talk about the the, the game itself. So it's uh, it's very reminiscent of turtles arcade games in the past. Uh, especially, I would say, especially Turtles in Time, uh, just through the gameplay. I mean, even the, uh, you know, the, where, uh, like, I'm always Raph. That Raph's my guy. So we should ask you, who's your turtle? Leonardo. Leo? Leo? Yeah. Uh, you know, I like to play Raph as well. Yeah. There's, there is this interesting thing of, uh, you know, who is your favorite and then who are you most like? Mm-hmm. I'm probably more like Donatello because uh, I, I, I work um, for NASA, so uh, that's that's my real job. Um, but Raph's uh, my guy. Like that's that's the kind of that's the character I, I find most intriguing. So um, so I always have to play as Raph. And so I'm in there, and, and right away I'm doing the where you grab the guy and you toss him back and forth. That was uh, and then throwing him at the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of those very reminiscent of, of uh, uh, Turtles in Time specifically. Um, you had the all four turtles lined up in a row to uh, four-player co-op. Um, 
why why Nick Turtles? Because I know there's there's been several Turtles games uh, that have come out, and like we, we were discussing in the past decade, and some of them haven't gone with the Nick Turtles style. Yeah, I, I would say um, it was obviously we have, we had an existing relationship with Nickelodeon. We'd we'd done previous uh, games with the Nickelodeon license, Ooh. and it's the most current, most popular yeah. uh, Turtles brand. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was an opportunity there that um, you know they they provided us with some assets you know to use for the game they've been, they've been very helpful yeah. for us because we're you know like a smaller operation yeah. so we don't have teams of like 80 people sure. working on yeah. a game like a console game yeah. you know so you guys um, don't have a, a mocap room and, and all that stuff we've done some mocap we've done mocap in house yeah. yeah really have yeah. you okay yeah, there, there's, yeah. there's all sorts of different solutions for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean mike could probably tell you more about the like the assets themselves, like mm-hmm. from the show, but they're, they're directly from the show. Yeah, they're, they're all like the, the voices uh, yeah. right out of the show. It's yeah, all the same voice right, actors, right from Nickelodeon. Yep, yep. and yep. Uh, the show. The, did you guys do the like uh, the audio capture for all of them, or did they just kind of send you? They, all the... they gave us the the voices. Okay, yeah. all right. Yes, let me give them money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a part you of the license. You got to pay the voice talent. Sure, yeah, yeah. that's separate from from any licenses. Right, so. yeah. So that's they kind of handle it as kind of like intermediary kind of mm-hmm. for you guys. I see. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, Nick Turtles just had its big series finale. I don't know if you guys. Mm-hmm. You oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. I've been, yeah. I'm like the in-house turtle export. Okay. I've yeah. Watched whatever hundred some episodes of Turtles. Yeah. Read all the the Nickelodeon Turtle comic books. Read all the the, the more adult IDW IDW yeah. comic books. Picked up all the hardcover ones. Yeah. The Mirage, the Mirage ones. Days. I have a few of those yeah. in a box back back in my house. Yeah, I have some See. of the. I still have yeah. some of the old Mirage comics. Yeah. Like in my in my closet. Here's uh, here's my newest. I got a couple in here. Here's my newest edition. Yep. yep. Nice. Turtles and Usagi. And the the, uh, yeah, the, the newest one. And then uh, this is actually one. It's an older one. It's funny. I totally didn't plan this. Um, <laughs> this is actually the prequel comic books to the okay, TMNT the, yeah, uh, yeah. CG movie. So working through these right now. Very interesting art style on this yeah. one. So um, yeah. In addition, I've also checked out all all the current games that are uh, Ninja Turtle themed. Yeah. The uh, Dice Masters, the Hero Clicks. Yeah. Uh, yep. I just recently picked up the what is it? Uh, Out of the Shadows. Is that the one? Yep. Uh, the other one. I'm, I haven't got around uh, to playing that one yet. in Manhattan. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And additionally, mm-hmm. all the the yep. other the other uh, the console games. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you mentioned console. I'll get back to that later. So, um, so we we talked a little bit about the gameplay. Very reminiscent. If you've played Turtle arcade games in the past, this is all going to feel very very familiar. Um, it, it's it. It was like uh, it was like going back in time. It really was. Um, yeah, we went back and we we played all the old beat 'em ups, not just the turtle games. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Mike and I went even played the, some of the more obscure, you know, games from the past. See, uh, I'm thinking like X Men and Simpsons. Yeah, well, those are the, obviously the most popular yeah. ones. But I mean, you know, even going further back, like Double Dragon, ah, uh, sure. Dungeons and Dragons, Final Fight. Uh, bad dudes, you know. Like oh we, wow, yeah. Like when, when, what was that one that I was suggesting the jumping mechanic from? Magic Magic Sword was it? Was it? Magic Sword, uh, and then it was uh, yeah, Golden Axe Revenge of Death Adder. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Golden Axe. Yeah, that yeah. Was I mean that genre, the, yeah. the, the brawler slash beat 'em up genre dominated the arcades. Like, in the, like right before the fighting games took off, like right. in the early '90s, and yep. uh, 
you know, so it's been a long time since this genre has been touched in the arcades, and that was kind of one of the things. Like, what Raw Thrills is always looking for novel experiences for people. Um, and now that it's been so long since a brawler has been made that, like, a four-player arcade, you know, beat-em-up is now a novel experience, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, well, for, I, mean, I think, new generations, sure. I mean, this is a totally new experience. And but. the Turtles license is great because it, it appeals to everybody. It you know, it's like the parents who grew up with the 80s cartoon yeah. and, yeah. you know, the movies and stuff. Uh, also, the current kids, you know, with the Nickelodeon, you have the kids yeah. that also grew up with the 90s cartoon, you know, yeah. so... It is a multi-generational yeah. franchise, for so, sure. So, and we like licenses like that, you yeah. know, we like to make games like that to, to appeal to everyone. You know, we can't, we can't focus just on one. Right. We have to make a game that a lot of people like, so... Yeah, it was, yeah definitely. Yeah, so Turtles is an attractive license and, and to do that type of game. Yeah, uh, I, it would... I mean, if I was, obviously, if I was in the game industry, I'd want to jump at that opportunity right away, <laughs> just just for selfish reasons. But um, uh, So let's talk about a little bit uh, about the characters. So obviously, the playable characters are the four turtles. Yep. Uh, but we've got a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of villains to, uh, to defeat mm-hmm. throughout the game. Um, yeah, so um, maybe it's, maybe actually before we get there, let's talk about the, the stages first, because I think that'll segue into the end of the villain. So we've got like a, the streets of New York, Yep, there's the New York streets. Um, and the characters in there are... The the, uh, the two bosses in there are Rocksteady and Bebop. Yep. From the Nick, from the Nick Turtles. From the Nick Turtles, yeah. right. With their yeah. voices. With their voices, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's an exact yeah. duplication. It's, and there's it's also there's a helper character in there that pops up uh, if you... Yeah, grab his icon, which is Metalhead. That's right. So he comes in and nukes everybody. I was wondering how that happened. All of a sudden, he popped yeah, up on the yeah, screen. Yeah. Somebody, else, somebody grabbed else grabbed it. Somebody it. else grabbed it. Actually, I think it was me because I was playing. No, it that's right. <laughs> you were. That's right. You were playing when I first got on yeah, there. Yeah, and then I walked away. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, and then we have footbots, uh, various yep. colored footbots. Uh, yeah, reminiscent of old, yeah, old Turtles games. The, uh, yeah, absolutely. Turtle games. Notice so, that? Yeah, the purple ones and the blue ones. <laughs> the so. yellow ones. And, um, and, then and we they have, all have different weapons, too. I noticed that they're all, yeah, some of them have yeah, the guns, yeah, some of them throw yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, we try to make it so that they had their own job to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, yeah, it also helps yeah, uh, clue the player in as to what... Totally. Uh, yeah. Which guys they need to hit first? Because yeah, absolutely. That was that was part of that was part guys. of the <laughs> that was part of the strategy of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, was if it, they were just multicolor for no reason, then it's just it's just colors. Right. But if yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if it means something. Um, so then, uh, additionally, then uh, we also have there's uh, the Normans and some Krangbots in there. That's yeah. right. They make a little cameo on that level. Yeah. That's but right. It's primarily footbots. That's right. That level. Yeah. Yes. They, they come out of the uh, the, the crank. The crank that is the crank that yeah. is yeah. always the crank. The ones. Yeah. The ones called the, the ones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the sections with the crank vans. That's where the, the those guys come out. That's of right. Yep. Yeah. So then uh, the second level is uh, I guess the TCRI building. TCRI building. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lots of crank. Yep. There's crank in there. Uh, let's see. There's yeah. yeah there's the, various color uh, Normans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have the UFO uh, brain. Yes. Brain, yeah, the uh, little crank saucer. Yes, yeah, the, I can't it, remember if that's the name of it. Uh, I know it has like multi, it was like a, a multi purpose rig file. It's got legs and it's got a turret on the bottom of it, it's got a dome. <laughs> and, um, um, so, yeah, there's that guy's flying around there. There is, what else is on that level? I can't remember. Well, the two bosses. Crank Subprime. We got oh, Crank Subprime. Leatherhead. Leatherhead's oh, yeah. Leatherhead pops up. He's the, he's he's the, the helper. The, the helper. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, oh, Ice Cream Kitty. Oh, yes. Yes, let's talk about Ice Cream Kitty because that came out of nowhere. 
Yeah. So yeah. Ice Cream Kitty is found in the cooler. Yeah. The little cooler that you can pick up is like yep, it's, so it's it's, you think yeah. you think you're just gonna like throw it like a like a trash can or something. And then all of a sudden, Ice, ice Cream Kitty. Yeah. yeah Mike yeah. insisted upon. <laughs> Had, Absolutely. Had to have ice cream candy yeah. in there. Of course. So. Yeah. Well, early, early on, we had we had made a decision as to what pickups and power ups we wanted to put in the game. Uh, shurikens were an obvious one. Yep. Uh, we want to put smoke bombs in, but the way that they're used in the show is a little bit different than the way we use them. In I the liked game. how they were used in this game. Yeah. So in our game, they're more of like an EMP type. Yeah. Device, it basically, free, all, freezes everybody. They're all robots. Yeah. So yeah. They yeah. electrify them and they freeze. I liked for a it. Moment. I liked it. Um, and uh, what else do we have? And then, yeah, at some point... That turtle shell pickup is another one. The, yeah, turtle, the turtle shell, spin. so that's the spinning one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, can, you yeah. get to control it after you a, pick it a, up. Again, an old school yeah. throwback. Yeah, yep. so the one episode that I thought was hysterical, and also my, my both my daughters love it, is the one where Mikey brought... Uh, ice cream kitty into battle with oh her yeah in the yeah, cooler so sure. that's where we took yeah that from. oh it's it's uh, awesome essentially and uh, yeah so ice cream kitty's kind of a boomerang weapon yeah it's kind of it doesn't really come back but you kind of throw it and it, it kind bounces of bounces li- off all it the, links the characters to, to guys and yeah, it, yeah. Can't you chain them yeah like three yeah. yeah I think like it that's a nod to people who like the current show like absolutely you know, and I think people even people who haven't seen because it, it's know. it's so it's small. Yeah. And it moves fast. Yeah. But if you know the show, you know right away oh, yeah. that that's yeah, Ice Cream that's Kitty. That's like the cult character yeah. from the show. Well, yeah. that's Kevin Eastman. Kevin yeah, Eastman yeah, does yeah, the yeah, voice. Yeah, so yeah. Actually, Kevin was on our last episode. So. Oh, that's all. <laughs> oh, cool. So, uh, so that's level two. Yes. Yeah, so those are the only two playable levels at the moment. Okay. Um, we have uh, two more planned levels. There's ah. uh, going to be a sewer level, okay. sewer underground. All right. And uh, the, like... Current like planned bosses for that are uh, Baxter Stockfly and okay. Crumbin. Oh, yeah. So um, right. and then and then once you beat those three main levels, then you unlock the Shredder's throne room, and that's like where you're going to you're going to do the old school beat 'em up yeah. brawl to you know beat the game to get to the end. Yeah, to get to the end, like the final nice. the final showdown. Uh, you got to rescue April. So, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the incentive for people to you know beat the the three main levels. There's going to be a, quite a bit of gameplay here for people. Like if they want to sit and play, uh, right? Even just these two levels that we have available now, it takes about a good 20 minutes to beat both levels. Yeah. So yeah, when it, when it's all said and done, I figure you know what we'll probably have a good 40 45 minutes of gameplay. Sure. You know, which is a lot for an arcade game. And reminiscent, I would say, of the older. Turtles games. Right. They, they were probably right around that same that same clock time. So the, the one difference is like the old, most of the old beat 'em ups is linear. Uh, yes. We have ours like more open ended, where you can pick uh, which level to start at. Yes, know? I noticed that. Yeah. So kind of the idea is you can pick the three, and then once you've beaten all three, then the fourth one opens right. up. Right. It'll That's take cool. it'll take you to one of the next levels, like as soon as you beat. While I'm thinking of it, I wanted to note that the addition of characters is super fluid. I mean, like, if somebody can just jump in there and it's, it's immediate. It's, so mm-hmm. it was, that was very, like, technically, that was a very nice uh, implementation, I guess. So. Thank you. Um, uh, so you were talking a little bit about the, um, uh, how the project began, you know, why the TMNT is obviously inspired by... Uh, you know, these uh, TMNT arcade games. Um, the music, same thing right out of the show, right? Um, the the music is, like, right now it's licensed music. Okay. Um, like, we're, it's still TBA. We're still in the planning ah, stages. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I guess maybe I was I was focusing on all the uh, sound effects. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the voices. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the stuff we have in there now is pretty close. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, is there? Uh, are you guys going to be going for anything in particular on the music or? Um, TBA. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, you know, there's a there's a guy who used to rap. He lives down in Miami now. He <laughs> might be available. I, I don't think we're going to use Neil Wise. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't say that. Was, um, <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's let's talk about um, availability uh, details. So um, you guys got two more levels that you're that you're mm-hmm. working on, um, and then after that, they'll start hitting arcades. At that point, yeah. Right now, the target is spring of next year, spring of 2018. Okay. is when uh, operators will be able to buy it. You okay. know, and you'll start seeing it show up. Uh, across the hopefully across the world <laughs> All right. and and say that there's someone who has a lot of extra money that they want to part with is, is that an option yeah can, sure. can normal people just get yeah. this for their house just and normally outside the price range of right. average buying uh, right yeah. yeah a lot of people go I want to buy an arcade game for my basement yeah, and yeah, they yeah. find out how much a new arcade game costs gotcha. and they go well you know. well we were talking a little <laughs> bit about all the logistics that go into uh, arcade cabinets versus right. console games and there's a lot more to it than I ever really understood so but it makes a lot of sense all of the uh, all of the upkeep for all the hardware so and for operators it, like it seems like a lot of money for us you know like an average person putting it in their basement but for them you know these guys are operating these you know multi-million dollar businesses yeah. and like the game can make its money back like really fast for them sure you know yeah. um, so it's definitely worthwhile for them to buy them so you're saying I need to open an arcade in my house <laughs> I think that's sure like I think that's what he said sure I yeah. think that's what Matt said okay yeah. arcade <laughs> full of Ninja Turtle games <laughs> that sounds fantastic <laughs> I'm just, okay um uh Let's say, uh, do you guys have like a suggested cost for for play for um, for, for for a game? Yeah, you do know, you guys, do you guys suggest that to? Uh, we do. Like, I mean, we have like default settings, but really, it, it depends on the yeah. location okay. and how. Like, most of our games are very adjustable. Yeah, Rob sure. Girls games like always have a lot of like operator adjustments that they can. You know, make the game easier or harder. Oh, and let really? People, okay. People last a little bit longer. Even the games from the past had that. It's just we were all blissfully unaware. Yeah. I don't think that's any. That's not. That's not. You're blowing my mind right it's now. It's not anything specific to our games. It's just arcade games. Yeah. yeah all yeah. arcade games have done yeah. that. You know. Really. It's like an op- we we just like we give options to our operators to tailor it to their location. Yeah. You know. So. Okay. I mean, um, it makes sense, but. Yeah. So like you know, dying inside a little bit right now. And it, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, you know, if you have obviously if you have a location that's like more sophisticated gamers or older audience, right. you're going to make it a little more challenging. Well, you, you know, like and if you're you know if you're sure. gonna have a younger well, kids, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's yeah. it's about it's about that dollar dollar bill. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> if if somebody is, you know puts in a quarter and they last the, the entire. You know, forty minutes. I mean, sure. I'd say on <laughs> average, problem. most places are going to be probably about a buck a play. Yeah. Um, you know, other places are cheaper. Like Chuck E. Cheese is are usually okay. like cheaper. You know, most of their games are, you know, twenty five cents to fifty cents a play. Okay. Right. Um, it, it just it really, like I said, it really depends. Oh, I know. I am. Like, I'm. Uh, I know that. You know, games aren't like they used to be as as far as uh, the cost for play. That's mm-hmm. it's not not back in the day. Um, so uh, I mean that's everything. That's that's not just games. So well, you just for inflation. It, you know, that's all it is. Two tokens yeah, equals yeah. like a dollar now, probably. Do, do, <laughs> do 
I mean, do a lot of do you see a lot of uh, a lot of uh, places still using tokens, or no, is it pretty much just quarters, tokens are actually kind of dollars. And, they're they're going the way of the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Like most places use the player cards now. Player um, cards, right? Yeah. So you guys have the ability to hook that up on yep, the, yep. the front. Yeah. Yep. That's Our cool. game has to support everything. Like we support cards, we support quarters, we support. Yeah, British pound, uh, euros, you know, uh, you name it. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That goes into all that hardware stuff that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. The player cards are the, definitely the most popular right now for everything. Um, Because that allows the operator to set whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier. So, uh, I mentioned, or we, we mentioned earlier, so... Uh, so Injustice is a, is a console game, and you guys have make Injustice for um, for cabinets. So, is there any chance that we could possibly see this going into the the console world? Um, I would say probably not, okay. uh, because we try to deliver experiences strictly for the arcade. Mm-hmm. As historically, most Raw Thrills games don't mm-hmm. don't get like a home conversion. And, you know, there's usually licensing issues, too, right. that, that come oh, into play there. I you know, I like, know all about right. that, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. we're, we're licensed for arcades, and that's really what we focus on. That's yeah. what we're good at, you yeah. know, and we, we don't really, uh, you know, hit that market too sure. much. Right, yeah. I only ask because it's a really good game, and I, I hope that everybody can uh, get a chance to play this. So. I, I think our hope is everybody go, comes out to the arcades and yeah. go find it. Well, play I, it, I mean, know. I'm lucky, right, I'm lucky in, in Orlando. We have... We've got arcades everywhere here, so I mean, all the all the resorts have uh, arcades and um, mm-hmm. you know at all the parks and everything. So uh, pretty lucky here. So I just want to make sure everybody gets a chance. Yeah, if you don't have one locally, go find one uh, that that uh, it's going to have this Turtles game because it is it's fantastic. It really is. I, it, it's it totally brought me back, and I love your shirt, by the way. Oh, thanks. The it's the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, Shoguns and Minions, Appetite for Mutation. Yeah, I, I, I've seen this shirt before. I've not, I haven't seen one in person, and it's fantastic. So, Mike's yes. rapping at the show. <laughs> um, friend. Uh, let's see. Um, and uh, you said uh, spring? Yep, spring, spring, of, spring of 2018 is our target date. Yeah. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for uh, for spending time with me and uh, showing me the game. I, I think I want to try uh, try it out a little bit more. Try out some of the different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's the uh, what's the the power up button that oh, the, the turtle the, power the turtle power the button. turtle yeah we didn't talk about that. Should, yeah, so you build up a meter, you get to, you get to hit the big green button, and then uh, so you're special basically. Mm-hmm. So and it is uh, every character has its own different. Uh, power I guess you will yeah. it's basically a kill every guy on the screen except for if it's a boss then it just does a lot of yeah because it's a very very quick short cutscene that kind of just comes right. in and nukes everybody yeah um, and there's uh, some environment items will spawn out these uh, turtle power pickups that's right yeah so you so can kind of boost your meter boost. faster yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a little motivation also for people to like you know, find stuff in the environment, like yeah, right. smack the garbage. Instead of, yeah, instead yeah. of just flying through, you yeah. know, in, interact with the environment. Mm-hmm. Again, another old school Turtles mm-hmm. arcade game aspect, you know. The the, uh, the fire hydrants, the, uh, um, the parking meters, yeah. uh, the garbage cans. Uh, you do, you still got the pizza uh, life pickups. Yep. So that's fantastic. Um, let's see, Mikey does like a pizza attack. 
Uh, Raph basically rages on the ground, and yeah. uh, and everybody <laughs> everybody dies. Uh, Donatello does like a uh, a Raiden type uh, electric uh, attack to everybody, mm-hmm. and Leo does a swirling um, tornado of doom. Yeah, something we'll, like we'll that. We'll call it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say. <laughs> so. Thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks and, for uh, coming out and seeing our game. Yeah, um, thank you. My pleasure. That was fantastic. Hopefully there's guys. audio on there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thank you once again. Thank you so much to, to Matt and Mike. They were they were so uh, gracious and helpful and, uh, you know, just they were playing when I, you know, if I wanted to get some extra photos or video, they would play, you know, the characters for me and, and do the different moves that I was asking them to do. Um, very gracious, uh, and, and very, um, very helpful and really thank those guys. And, um, you know, I cannot wait to try out this, this game. It, it, people listen to me. This game is fantastic. It will bring you right back. And if you don't believe me, I was able to interview a few others, uh, you know, unbiased <laughs> uh, opinions of uh, some of the other. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of people at this convention. So they had people walking by all the time playing this game. So uh, and everybody's really busy. So I wasn't able to grab everyone, but I was able to grab a few people. Let's get their reactions right now. Old brawlers. Reminds me of the old brawlers, the old, yeah. the old brawlers. Streets the... of Rage. Oh, okay. And the old Turtles game. The old Turtles game. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, you played both levels. Uh, yeah, I played both levels. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you got the. What do you think about like the the, the hero or the uh, the villains at the end, like the uh, the. I love the boss si- battles. I love the size of Rocksteady. He's absolutely yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. yeah feels like he's like a third of the screen. So <laughs> uh, they, they they certainly have the the spirit of the the game done well. Yeah. What, what uh, you were playing as Raphael? Yes. Yeah. Is that your favorite? Uh, no, Donatello is actually my favorite. <laughs> he's being, yeah, he's somebody else playing. Yeah, that. the game's so busy, uh, Raphael yeah. was open there when I go. started. So I felt like I, I had to keep playing as him since that's who I started with. Sure, sure. Uh, Kyle? Yes. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Nice to meet you. I actually thought it was really cool. Yeah. Because I, uh, I played the old game back in the day, like the, the Ninja Turtles 2 in the arcade. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Did, uh, a lot of similarities. Like, feels like the same game, kind yeah. of, but brought to modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. What? Um, uh, so you played all both levels? I played like many levels. I don't know how many. <laughs> <laughs> Fought like five different bosses. In there, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. What, that's, uh, yeah, it's got Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, the, there's both cranes. Yep, both cranes. What uh, uh, do you think, like, as far as uh, difficulty level? I uh, thought it was really good. I, yeah. I thought it was really good balance. And I also thought that uh, the super moves that you have in there were pretty cool, too. Yeah, uh, the turtle power the button turtle is power. nice. That you can just kind of yep. just hit the big green button and uh, cool stuff happens. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it pauses gameplay, so it kind of gives you a break in it's true. there for a little bit. Yeah, that's, kinda, that's a good point. It's yeah. really cool. Uh, what's your name? Adam. Adam. Adam Larson. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks too. a lot. Yeah. Take care. Appreciate it. Yeah, you too. Oh, you're going. Second, second best game you've seen? Yeah. Or the best. Or the best. Or the best. Second or the second best or the Definitely best? Definitely the most fun. Like, out of all the fighting games I've ever played, even traditionally, uh, it feels like that. It feels like the old classic ones. Yeah. It's fun in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and what we grew up with playing, you know, in the arcade, so it's definitely got that old school feel to it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And the power-ups are fun. Cutscenes are cool. Yeah, yeah, we hit the big green turtle power button and oh, uh, yeah. little cutscenes and cool stuff happens. Yeah. Kills everybody. Oh, there you go. Finally <laughs> got him. What did you think? That was awesome. Yeah? I liked it? Yeah. It's been a long time since I had a good video game come out, so... Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Alexander? Yep, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Jeremy, thank hey. you very much. Have a good day. So you heard it. It is uh it is a it is a definite throwback and everybody loves those original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade games. This not only I mean we talked about like reinventing the wheel, like the this this is not a reinventing the wheel. This is a taking the wheel and putting some sweet rims on it because it, it, it takes that that uh, that original concept and just pluses it up for the modern uh, audience. And uh, they did such a great job. So thank you again uh, one more time to Matt and Mike. Uh, again, thank you guys and cannot wait to play it. Song of the show <laughs> is uh, taking us back to the Nick Turtles, the, the tales of the TMNT. This is, strangely enough, a recap rap that was released by Nickelodeon in advance of the finale, even though it talks all about what happens in the finale. So (laughs) there's spoilers in here if you haven't seen the Nick Turtles finale yet uh, or any of uh, Tales of the TMNT. So I will point that out. So uh, if if you haven't had a chance to see it yet and you want to... um, probably skip to the end of the uh the show but uh um we'll i'll go ahead and close us out visit our official website turtlepowerpodcast.com follow us on twitter at tmnt podcast uh you can follow me at fig don pat i'm posting a lot about space stuff because i'm launching rockets and stuff now you can follow alex at a rodriguez 2005 he's posting lots of pictures of his baby you can follow darby at darby t Patton. Darby's, he's working a lot. <laughs> he's working a lot right now. I just talked to him the other day. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Turtle Power Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Turtle Power Podcast. Uh, share your feedback with us, old-fashioned old email, turtlepowerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Y'all, we haven't had a, 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 uh, a rating on iTunes in like two years, so... If you could spare yourself, you know, five minutes and and jump on your phone or uh, on your computer, head over to iTunes and uh, and put in a little uh, little rating for us, a little uh, little uh, you know five star or whatever. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play Music. Turtle Power Podcast. Just look for us on there. Once again, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to the turtle power podcast uh as we've talked in the past you know it's uh it's you know all of our schedules are crazy um you know we we try to do quality over quantity um there's so many other great turtle power pod or turtle podcasts out there you got uh obviously ourselves uh the old grandpas of the group uh turtle soup turtle flakes turtle power pod uh, Ninja Turtle Power Hour, Booyaka Show, TurtleCom, uh, TMNT, Der Talk. Um, and we're in different languages now. And uh, the one I've been listening to the most because it's literally every day, uh, Monday through Friday, TMNT Minute, 
fantastic uh, minute by minute of the you know the 1990 film. Ah, it's so good. Uh, they pointed out a lot of things I've never even noticed before. So anyway, thank you so much for listening once again and closing us out once again, the tales of the TMNT recap rap. I have no idea who, who's rapping in this. They, they never put any of that info out there. So to whoever it is, good job. <laughs> and we will talk to you next time. Reptiles were raised by a rat. He needed a place to hide from the crack. So I took him into sewers and down in the trap. He trained them in the way of the ninja. I'm talking about masters. The four brothers knew their destiny and became the defenders of NYC. Shredder was born, he perished in the blackness. Hacker Claw had to resurrect Kavaxis. But the demon dragon had a plan of his own. To release evil spirits and assume the throne. Just when the demon had almost won. Like he said, the day was a piece of gun. He changed things back to the way they were. And once again, they saved the earth. In the city was simple and clean Till South Commander came back with a team He had to find a lizard called the neutralizer That would get zapped up and leave no survivors The tunnel teamed up with all the dimensions Stopping Lord Drake who was back with a vengeance and Suddenly in the final hour Monkey came back with electric powers Stuck in dimensional limbo They met Usaki Yochimbo The mutant rapid samurai Took him through the horn of force with a battle cry They had to defend Kintaro So we could live to see tomorrow And take him to the temple of the Buddha So they could return to the sumo Savanti remember how to whack up drinks So we stacked up a monster all-star team Went back in time and got the biggest villains To create a city full of blood suck and civilians Dracula, werewolf, mommy, Frankenstein Even rap got trapped and joined inside TMNT are the best of the best And they finally put Dracula back to rest Bebop and Rocksteady were broken, needed shatter So they got jobs from Retro Krang and Retro Shredder But once they realized they would destroy their home They saved the day by taking down the Technotron into the future and the humans didn't last Only sand remains from the mutagen blast Donnie and Rap are post-apocalyptic travelers Running from the savages, the honey badger ravages The green paradise was where they must go So they hit the open road with Michelangelo They saved their brother Leo from his evil descent And the four turtle brothers were together again in a half shell of green machines These are the tales of the TMNT So grab a slice of pizza and pull up a seat These are the tales of the TMNT program is powered by Tascam. Tascam's mini studio creator, US42, is your new personal production and online broadcast studio featuring a professional quality audio interface and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini studio creator delivers everything you need for your podcast or webcast. Find out more at Tascam.com, part of the Gibson family of brands.